Hi, my name is Sarah Jane and I'm a holistic energy practitioner. I work with women who want to find their identity and passion in life through releasing blocked emotions using my arsenal of tools and skills. In my podcast, Mama's Gone Woo Woo, I will be chatting to women all over the world who have discovered their spiritual gifts and the comical side of woo. Join me every week for an exciting insight into spirituality and reach me at www.sj-lewis.com and book a free cuppa and chat session to learn how I can help you. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome. Today we have a guest, Missy Campbell from The Taste of Simple. Missy Campbell is a business minimalist, uh, human design for business expert, pin interest expert and a mentor for international entrepreneurs ready to grow an intentional aligned soul satisfying business. All right, I'll best hand over to you, Missy, before I say anything else. <laughs> Hello Thanks. and welcome. Thank you so much, Sarah Jane, for having me. I'm really excited to be here and I can't wait to chat with you. Thank you. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your background and where you are at the moment. Yeah, so I am a homeschool mom of four, have always homeschooled my kids. My husband is now home full time. So he has taken over completely and I have gone full time into my business, which has been a really fun transition for both of us. Amazing. (laughs) Well, hats off to you for being a full time mum and homeschooler and your husband taking over and starting a business. That's quite mammoth. Amazing. Yes, it's been so, so fun. And um, we are going to talk about human design today, and I'll tell you a little bit about how I got into it. So I am really, really logical, structured kind of person. And so I, as I was, I serve clients in the space of like social media, business management, so a very structured, sort of sometimes masculine energy sort of space. And I came across human design uh, last year. And it just opened up this whole world of flow and it has allowed me to really work in a totally different place. And I feel like a totally different person as far as how I approach my work and I'm still really structured and organized, but there's this Pete, there's this flow and this energy that I've come to understand through human design and it's been really powerful. And I've also, so became a certified human design reader last year And I, so I started incorporating that I do human design readings in addition to business services. So I'm really starting to, you know, bring the two together and how can we run our business from this correct energetic place for us. And so that's, it really, I believe that we find the things we're meant to find at the time we're meant to find them. And it was really a pivotal point for me. And I just feel it opening up more and more and more every day. And I get so excited about how I'm going to incorporate it into helping people build their business from this more energetic, flowy, feminine place versus the masculine place that we're so used to. um, I love this. This is amazing because, yes, right, my mind's blown. I want to know more about human design because I've heard this word a few times. I think I filled in an assessment a couple of weeks ago and some words came up that I didn't quite understand, but little bits resonated. I was like, right, I need to look into this more. Um, But just 
the the ethos behind that about the ease and flow and using your energy i'm a holistic energy practitioner i'm very much of that ilk where we are vibrational beings we are energy beings we are not built to be stressed and up against resistance all the time and we almost fit into these molds that other people set us and then we get stressed and then we get unhappy and we lose our way so i guess this is what you're trying to do you're you're trying to help people understand their path that suits them energetically yes that's exactly right it is so powerful because in human design do you know what your type is do you remember from your assessment oh i'll, I'll find it i'll find it i can't remember off the top of my head i know there are a lot, there are a ton of aspects of human design but i was just curious about what your type is i could fill you in a little bit more on that yeah it's it's such an amazing tool because there are so many so you know so many times we take assessments and we're one of nine things or one of 12 things but in human design there are billions of different arrangements of human design so essentially you really are one in many billion of people because there's so many factors and the the combinations are almost unlimited in the way that your design can show up so i love that about it because we are truly unique and there's so many layers and layers and layers and layers kind of like astrology and things like that there's just so many well, this is what layers. i likened it to it was a bit like astrology so what's the difference between human design and astrology so human design is based on four ancient traditions and astrology is one of them so it's based on kabbalah astrology, I Ching, and the chakra system. So it's really a, it's a modern compilation of all of these ancient traditions. And it came into being in the 80s, believe it or not. In the 1980s, it was channeled by a man, Ra Uruhu. And um, it's amazing how it stood the test of time and how accurate it is. I, oftentimes I do readings with people who've never heard of it before and they just can't even believe how spot on it feels to them well to tell you my type i'm a generator uh, and this came out it says strategy is to respond um not self-theme you you might know what all this means not self-theme was frustration inner authority was sacral I love it. Yes. So generators are the most common type and I call the type, oh. <laughs> yep, the type, but it, but that is really only the lens through which all of the other aspects of your human design are seen. Okay. And there are so many um, other aspects within it. So I am, I am a manifesting generator. There are four main types. There's manifester, there's generator, there's projector and reflector. And from generator, there's a branch called manifesting generator. Okay. And so there are really four main types. Um, and generator is about 70% of the population that includes the generators and the manifesting generators. Um, okay. But like I said, there, there's so many other aspects. It's like your sun sign in astrology. It means, I mean, it's a lens, but there's so, 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 so much more. Um, so I love that. And then the... The strategy to respond, that is the, the strategy for all of us generators and manifesting generators. I love it because we're so used to, we are the doers and the builders of society. We're just the go-getters. And 
it's so it's so counterintuitive for our strategy to be to respond because it sounds so passive yeah um, but it actually there's a there's an active way of responding and there's a more passive way of responding so the active way is you you hear multiple people saying oh it would be great if and after you hear three people you're like oh i'm gonna make that thing yes yes yeah that's an active responding and a more passive responding would be here's like a real life example that i've used in my business this is how i built my business is just joining some aligned facebook groups and just waiting for people to ask for you just go scroll through the posts and when you see someone describe you exactly what you do you simply respond and you just be helpful answer their question and then if it's a perfect match it's a perfect match and if it's not you release it and it's meant for somebody else so i love that i love that that is our strategy because we're so used to just initiating and going and doing and we're actually meant to kind of be just meditating our way through life and then you know just reaching out for the opportunities as they're right here around us there's unlimited opportunities and so we just respond from your sacral your gut mm -hmm. response Oh, yes, that's for me. No, that's not for me. And then you can bring it in. If you're sacral, you have the immediate gut response. The other, um, the other strategy that we can have as generators and manifesting generators is emotional. Mm -hmm. And that's also a strong sacral response, but it has this layer of emotion over it. So we're meant to sleep on things. We get really excited in the moment about something that feels really good, but then we wake up the next day and we regret saying yes. <laughs> and so there's a bit of a putting it on the shelf or sleeping on it that needs to happen okay. to be emotional because we do get so excited and then we're like oh well I just overcommitted yes and yes, yes to too many things and so that is I love I love all of them um oftentimes when I do readings people are like well I don't want to be a projector I don't want to be this and I'm like there's all of these energies are needed and that's why they all exist and they're all here and it's still evolving it's an evolving thing this isn't a set in stone thing um there's really a big evolution going on now for the next six years or so um and we'll see what happens there may be a different type there may be a branch of a type there may be a change in the energy center so it will be really fascinating sort of an energetic evolution of humanity um, oh so w when you say that is that uh new models are being channeled by people you just know that this this is up and coming because and aware i'm aware that this is whole ascension process going on at the moment kind of earth's energies are just super high and everybody that is connected or even not connected is feeling that there's a big change coming there's something going on so is that what you're referring to yeah that's exactly right and that was channeled at the time that human design was also channeled that in around 2027 it would be a time of kind of the new paradigm so we are we need to embrace the fact that we're in a huge evolution right now and that we are contributing and a part of that and to really learn our true energy and contribute in the best way possible i like to say that we're each an atom in the universe and if we are full in our correct energy then we're contributing to the you know the rising frequency of the entire universe so i love to kind of look at it that way and being like a really logical kind of person you can imagine how hard this was for me um but it feels so good and the thing about human design is it's not meant to be understood in your brain it's not meant to be believed in it's simply meant to be felt in your body 
And so when you have a reading, you're just supposed to say, what does it feel like to respond? What does that sacral feeling feel like? And just experience moving through life over the next few weeks and noticing that feeling, just becoming aware. I just call it a self-awareness tool. Mm -hmm. So becoming aware of you making decisions from that place of that strong sacral yes in the moment and knowing that that's correct for you. And once you fit it on your body and you see how it feels, it becomes more and more familiar. And then you can move into the deeper and deeper layers of human design. Um, and I'll just give you kind of an outline of all of the layers really quick. Yeah. Um, and if people want to dive in more, they can just pull up their chart and there's lots of free stuff all over the internet um, to learn about your specific pieces. So your type is kind of the, like I said, that lens, it's your aura. So that is, it's not a defining factor. This isn't anything to confine you or put you in a box or anything. So it's, it is your aura and each of the four different types have a different type of aura. Mm -hmm. um, so as generators and manifesting generators, we have this big enveloping magnetic aura. And so the more aligned we are, the more magnetic our aura is to other people. So that is how we bring people in and get opportunities okay. is by being aligned. Simply by being aligned, our opportunities are okay. for us. So, and then next is your strategy. And there are each of the different types has a different, a different strategy. So there are four strategies. Um, the manifestors are to inform. So they're here to, they're really the initiators and the informers. When you walk into a room and there's a manifestor in there, there's, it's only about 9% of the population. Oh. You, have, you will know there's a manifestor in the room. You will feel this like big sort of leadership kind of energy in the room. Okay. And they will be like the self-appointed leader of everybody there. <laughs> so that's kind of the manifestor. And like I said, all of these energies are so needed mm -hmm. and they all can be in alignment or out of alignment. Mm -hmm. and so we, we need to just, you know, feel and step into the energy that we, it's really the portal through which we entered into this universe. That's what assigned us all of this, kind of like in, astro in astrology, where you, you know, the, the, the way the universe was laid out at the time you entered is your energy. And so mm -hmm. it's the same, same with human design. Um, and then the projectors are meant to wait for the invitation. And this is a hard one for projectors to understand too, but they're actually the leaders of this new paradigm and it's complete almost opposite from the manifestor leadership that we're used to. Projectors have this very individual sort of aura that um, focuses on one individual at a time. And it's so different from our aura being very big and enveloping and um, the manifestor, um, the manifestor aura is like almost repelling. It's like, I'm the leader. You don't need to come near me. Oh, the okay. Projector, yeah. The projector has this like focus on one person and bring them in and focus on one person and bring them in. It's very individual. The attention is. And so they are really meant to be the leaders of the new paradigm. And it's, there's so many of so many of the human design teachers online are projectors, which is not surprising because it's they're, they're meant to be the new leaders and they're into human design and they're really rising up. And as generators and manifesting generators, our role is actually to elevate them into uh -huh. that role. Um, 
So I love that that's my responsibility energetically. And even though projectors are about 30% of the population, I would say about 80% of the people I work with are projectors, which is not surprising because they're energetically attracted to me as the elevator of them. So I always find that very, very fascinating. And then reflectors are 1% of the population. And I've had one, I have one friend who's a reflector And then I've done a reading with one person who's a reflector. So it's very, very rare. And they are meant to wait a lunar cycle. So they have no defined energy centers. So they're essentially mirrors and reflecting back to us our reality. So they can believe they think something or believe something is their idea when in fact, it's simply a reflection of someone else's idea. So they have full cycles in order to acknowledge and recognize what is theirs and what is not theirs. So they really, they don't necessarily have to wait a full month to make a Mm -hmm. decision, but they definitely need to wait longer than even the emotional authority. Um, At least many days, if not a week and kind of go through a full emotional response to their feelings and then say yes this is this is for me versus okay Okay. this is just a reflection of what the world is doing right now but it's not for me and they have to be very careful with their energy um, because of of that yeah um and then next is authority and um there are seven different authorities yours is sacral mine's Mm -hmm. emotional There's also splenic, which is just like pure intuition in the moment. It's really powerful. Those people, when they get a feeling, it's like, that's it. It's for me. It came to me. I know it's for me. It's it's even like one step ahead of sacral and like the immediate knowing that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. Um, So yeah, there's seven different ones. If people, most people are going to be sacral, emotional. I see splenic a lot. Um, the other ones are more rare because they're associated with reflectors um, and projectors, which are fewer people. But it's really fun to just know um, how you're supposed to assess what mm-hmm. opportunities are meant for you and how to I, respond to them. So that is that is what your authority means. And I, I just I love every aspect of it. I find it like so multi-layered and meaningful. Um, the next part is your profile. And that's those two numbers you see at the top. It looks like a fraction. Do you, do you see what yours is? Yes, mine was, I want to say it was five slash one. Okay, five, one. Okay, five. awesome. So that is really your role on the stage of life. It's like at first I was really confused by my profile, but now as I've kind of been working through the layers and mm-hmm. just trying it all on, I find it so, so powerful. You have a one in yours. So that's Mm -hmm. the investigator. And there's a good chance, like I always say, whenever I do a talk about human design, I'm always like, if you have a one in your profile, there's a good chance that you don't believe anything I'm telling you and that you're going to go look it all up for yourself afterward. Um, Yes and no. Yes. (laughs) I I, I like to hear things. And then I like to have a little bit of a search, I guess, to to find out whether prove it to yourself. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that really strong researching um, is, is part of that, um, <laughs> part of that, which is, which is really powerful, but there, um, there are 12 different profiles and they're all a combination of I two see. numbers. And if the number, if your first number is the larger number, that means that you are here sort of in support of others. Your job, this iteration of life is to yep. be 
in support of and elevate others. And if the smaller number is the first number, you're here on your own personal journey and that's why you're here. I see, um, I see. Yeah, no, I definitely resonate with that for sure. I've always wanted, have this purpose to help others and whatever I do is pretty much to, to help people. Very rarely do I do something for myself. You definitely need to do stuff for yourself too. I know I do. Yeah. I'm trying to. <laughs> and I'm the same. I'm the same way. My I actually am here for my own my own exploration this time. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but um, but it's interesting because I feel the same way. I also have very much of a heart of service, and that's really important to me. Um, but I need to remember that I'm here by being the example and me moving into my energy. That is the example. And that is the support that I provide is by showing people what's possible by stepping fully into my own um, personal energy. So um, do you think it's possible? So do you think people are more open to this now? Like you were saying people, you ask people to listen to, to how they feel to see whether it fits. So mm -hmm. do you think people are more open to those types of um, assessments really, rather than the logical brain kicking in to your emotional side of your body? I think so. I really think in the last year, there has been a huge shift to spirituality. I just was listening to a podcast and I can't remember which one. And the, the person was saying how astrology has like quadrupled in, um, in popularity in the last 18 months. And I think people are really seeking, you know, some other sort of experience in this world. And, you know, being in the age of Aquarius is very interesting because we really are um, moving into this like non-logical spiritual space and by by simply doing what is correct for us we're in service of the universe and it's so opposite from the more industrial age yeah. that we are coming from in that simply by being our full self we can serve others many of us are here simply to be in our full self and that's how we're serving others um, so I find it really, I definitely think people are far more receptive. I've seen a huge increase in popularity and people that I'm surprised, especially in the business world. I've seen a lot of people okay. um, you know, interested in how, because they've tried, they've, they've taken so many online courses that are like step-by-step, step, do this and it will work, do this and it will work. And so often I see people posting and doing things online and I'm like, I bet they're something like I can almost be <laughs> feel sure there's yeah. something in their human design that they, they may not even know their human design, but I can tell that there's a good chance they're this profile versus this profile based on how off it feels. Okay. okay what they're doing. It's not, it's not correct for them. And so if they just knew the one thing and, you know, but I'm seeing more and more people in the business space wanting after they've tried all of these step-by-steps and actually it didn't work and that's then, fascinating because that is so many people go through these I, I've done it myself I've done courses or literally got the, the bible of how to do this that and the other and it's like eh, I don't know that's not quite for me like like you get to the end and it's like I don't it just doesn't feel right to to be uh -huh. that because you're following somebody else's program and it makes sense what they're showing you and it's worked for them perfectly. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but then it comes to you to implement something and you're like, I don't quite like that strategy. I don't quite like the way you're going about to generate sales. It's like, like it's maybe a bit icky. It doesn't feel aligned to how you work. And, and I think 
if anything, like you said, your human design, the way that you talk to people and the way that you assess people gives them that confidence and reassurance that that's okay to be you. You just need to align to your way of working, which is, and you, I guess you give them hints and tips of how to do that best. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think we can we can watch what other people are doing and we can we can get courses from other people who have very logical step-by-step -step and mm -hmm. we can, in understanding our energy, we can pull the things that feel good to us and we can just leave everything else. We don't yeah. maybe need to follow every single step. Yeah. And there might be just one or two things from that that shifts everything for us. And to me, that's totally worth getting an entire course for. Yes, um, yes. And so if you do kind of have that, you know, response to somebody and like you have something to learn from them, you know, if it doesn't all resonate, you don't need to throw it away, mm -hmm. um, but also don't necessarily try to follow every single step when it's no and I, what I've seen is people just throw it away or feel like a complete complete failure because they can't do it step by step as the person's shown them so there's a lot to be said there actually of just being confident enough to say to pick the bits that resonate with you and drop that doesn't that's perfect I think a lot more people need to hear that for sure yeah, I, I love that. And the other part of your human of your uh, profile, you've got that five. So that's the natural problem solver. So you've got the five one. And that's interesting because um, especially with you being somebody who's here to really be of service to others this time in support of others, people are attracted to your ability to solve problems. And so the biggest thing for you is knowing where your boundaries are around that um, because you can almost be perceived as like the savior. And so people are magnetizing toward you for you helping them solve their problems. And so just being really aware of, you know, how you're going to serve people, having those boundaries up because it could be unlimited flow of people coming in for you to solve their problems. No, um, definitely. I think it's helped giving people the tools and the confidence that you, you, like we were just saying about the courses, I mean, you can apply that to everything in life, do what makes you happy, what makes you fulfilled. And you were saying earlier about kind of the self care and the doing things for yourself and the others around you benefit from that. I mean, that's something I preach all the time is that, if you fill up your cup and you're happy and you've put some time into yourself, everybody else will benefit because you're happier, your vibe is higher, you feel yeah. more content. And then the ripple effect of that around you is phenomenal. Or I think when we serve all the time and we deplete ourselves and we, we, we kind of put ourselves on the back burner because we've got to do this, we've got to feed the kids, we've got to look after the house, we've got to do the job, we've got to do, and you've got, I mean, you can go on and on and on how many hats we wear especially women I know men out there um, wear many hats too but I think women we tend to take on more without instruction nobody says right here's a list of things to do now get on with it we just do it and I think our own needs get really put back and that's something that I promote is actually dedicate time to the things you're interested into listening to a podcast having a bath going for a walk eating a nice meal like you like treat yourself and then gradually over time your vibration increases you're happier everybody benefits and yeah. it's okay you're allowed to do it and I think some people want permission like you're allowed to be nice to yourself <laughs> yes I love that and you know a big part of having the five is really you have this ability to be like universally influential like 
you so I have a four in my profile which is very much the networker within small community and you oh. have this more universal um influence um power so that's just something to be aware of that you may you may be able to reach people outside which it's interesting that you asked the question earlier about you know for people who maybe this is totally new to and not how how is this relevant to them mm -hmm. and you have that ability to bring a message to people that it's not even that you have anything in common with them versus me I'm like making one connection at a time based on my past connection and mm -hmm. so I'm very much going to be surrounded by like-minded people but there's a good chance that you are here to share this message with a much wider audience of people oh, um, than we originally thought possible. So yeah, I love that about the five. Um, Excellent. No, that's my mission is to, to unveil kind of the mystery behind all these different aspects of spirituality because there's so many and my eyes have been opened so, so much. And I just think there's going to be so many people that might listen to this podcast or another episode and go, right, that's me. I didn't know that, but that feels right. Again, it's that feeling, isn't it? There's just something in your body that just goes, oh, <laughs> right. I need to look up Missy Campbell and find out more about this. And that that's what the purpose of this podcast is for, is to help those people that feel a little bit isolated, a little bit alone, a little bit different and don't know how to connect and there'll be something that resonate and that will just open a whole pathway so exciting we're so totally yeah I, it's so interesting because even people who've never heard of human design they're always like i can't believe how 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 much this resonates and there's so many aspects of their life where they've been totally aligned and so, there's a couple of small things to be aware of in order to make some big shifts definitely and how is it just on your date of birth is that I guess that's what people might be asking is how do you make that assessment is your date of birth yeah so just like astrology so okay. you need your, yep, your date of birth and your time you do need your specific time mm -hmm. um, and then your location and that's really to know what time zone you were born in so the time is accurate um but yes that's what it's based on and it's really similar to astrology it's really the energy of the universe at the time you entered in uh -huh. um, and so that's where that's where your human design came from and it's very multi-layered it takes about eight hours to read an entire um chart for somebody and so oh, my wow. reading I, I just you know the things that just feel like i'm supposed to be sharing with them and you know the key depending on how new they are the key pieces or maybe we'll go a little deeper if they know a little bit more um yeah, there are two other aspects that I just want to share quickly, just so people have kind of an overview and then mm -hmm. if they want to dive deeper in any of these things, they can go in and do their research. Um, the, there's nine energy centers in human design. So in the chakra system, we have seven in human design, there are nine. And actually, as part of this new paradigm shift, um, the idea is that we're moving into 11 energy center beings. Um, oh. So I find that really fascinating. So it would be people born after that time would be evolved into 11 energy center beings, which is very fascinating. I don't know much about it. I'm not sure that Ra-Uruhu knew much about it either. It was just part of the channeled message and he no longer is here. Okay. Um, so he's not going to be able to experience it unless he's back as another being. Well, that's, that's quite possible. Back. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So is that your chakras? Is that what you're referring to? Your energy really, it is basically the sim is very similar to the chakra system. Uh -huh. it, it's down the center and then we've got two on the side. So um, it's okay. basically the chakra system. And then we also have the solar plexus and mm -hmm. the spleen um, are the two that are separate. And the solar plexus, when people have um, that's where the emotional authority comes from. Those of us who have emotional authority. And then the spleen is where that splenic intuition mm -hmm. authority comes from. So it's interesting because it's really, you know, there's the decision-making, which could be from your head or your heart or your sacral. So now in human design, there's also the emotional and the splenic intuition. So that's really the, uh, that evolution um, part of the chakra system. And we all have, they're colored in, the colors don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So if you look at your chart and some of them are colored in, those are just the colors that were channeled to him. They don't mean anything. They don't, they're, if, if your, if your spleen is colored in, every spleen is colored in the same color. So okay. it's just, okay. it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything in particular. Um, but yeah, where you've got um, undefined centers or the white, the white ones that are not colored in, that's really a place where there could have been a lot of conditioning. Mm -hmm. um, something to be aware of, um, you know, if you have some recurring themes in your life that you've noticed, it might be worth learning more about some of your undefined centers and seeing, and also pulling up the charts of maybe your parents, other authority people in your life who may have accidentally, <laughs> unintentionally conditioned you okay. to be more like okay. them. Okay. And because most of us are generators and manifesting generators there's a good chance most of us were raised by generators and manifesting generators okay, and, so, okay. and because we're like the doers and the go-getters and all of that like if you had a projector child and you you thought they were lazy or slow mm -hmm. or things like that you you would have probably there's probably a lot of shame a lot of projectors have a lot of shame because oh their way of moving through the world is just so different from everyone else. Reflectors too. Yes, um, yes. It's just such a different new paradigm shift type of person. Yeah, um, good actually, way to parent as well. If you had this understanding, you can factor that in. I mean, I, I could imagine a number of people are in that aspect already. They're, they've had that awareness, but now even I'm just thinking about what you're saying. I, I, I should look at the children and just um see yeah. where they fall but that'd be a good way to another way to look at it hasn't it rather because again people don't tend to look at themselves or want to understand themselves but they would love to be able to bring up their children yeah. how best serves them so interesting yeah, yeah and that's what who said is that this is really for the children because most of us have we're conditioned and we can yeah. uh, we can decondition ourselves over a lifetime um, but if we can come into this alignment and raise our children understanding their energy and encouraging them in their energy then we have essentially shifted the planet and so mm -hmm. that's what he said that this was really for the children yeah I love it that I love that you brought up the parenting because actually that's something that I'm going to be teaching about in the next coming weeks with um, on a couple of sessions in clubhouse and things with some other people oh fantastic um, yeah I love I love it as parenting I just feel very called to that I have four children as you know when I introduce myself and knowing their designs has been amazing mm -hmm. um, and I do have two projector children and so being very aware of their sensitivities mm -hmm. and their, um, and really we are here to elevate them mm -hmm. and so 
making sure that I'm aware of how they move and what they're doing and looking at their, you know, their defined centers and undefined centers, because I don't want to condition them. And I have a very, very defined, I have almost all of my centers defined. I have a lot of gates and channels. So I like, it would be easy for me to condition somebody else, mm -hmm. um, especially a young person. So being really aware of that mm -hmm. and not, not imposing my energy and way of doing things and kind of being quick and getting things done and, you know, and allowing my children to do it in their own way. Um, so yeah, I love that you brought that up because it is really powerful. And then um, two other things I just wanted to bring up, um, the incarnation cross. So you'll see that um, at the top of your chart, just below where you see your type and your profile and your strategy and authority at the bottom, there's the incarnation cross. Mm -hmm. um, and that is really your life purpose this time around. And Ooh, okay. I, I love it. And as a, as a little sidebar to that, um, Gene Keys is really diving into your incarnation cross, which is really like a totally different, not modality. It's actually kind of a branch of human design developed mm -hmm. by another man. Oh, um, and I've really gotten into it lately, but it is really, it, it is like a whole world just based on your incarnation cross. Oh, your, wow. Oh, okay. The book is inches and inches thick. And he, <laughs> if I have the audiobook, it takes about 30 minutes to listen about one um, gate and your incarnation cross and you have four. So it takes about two hours just to listen to your specific incarnation cross. <laughs> it's, yeah. So it's really powerful. Um, I love that. It's a little complex. It's not something I usually will tell people their incarnation cross mm -hmm. on a reading, but um, it very, I mean, you need to feel into a lot of other things before you get um, to that part, but I love just knowing it and being aware of it and just allowing it to evolve and you moving more and more into it as you kind of release things not meant for you, release conditioning and keep moving more and more into your design, you start wow. to feel it more. So yeah, that one's powerful. And then the other part is the gates and channels. So those are all those little lines you're seeing that connect all of the energy centers. Um, and if it's colored in, um, yours is defined and you have that gate. A channel is when you have the full line that connects two energy centers. So if the full line is colored in, that's a channel. Uh -huh. um, those are really powerful. I would recommend, um, I like the book by Ra Uruhu. It's called The Definitive Book of Human Design, The Science of Differentiation. And there's a whole two-page spread on every single um, channel. And to me, that has been the, the nicest way because really I need a reference so I can keep, mm -hmm. there's like, you can learn something new every day by rereading it. You know what I mean? There's like, you yeah. want to yeah. hear the next layer and then you hear the next layer. Um, so I love that. And the thing with the gates and channels is to me, when I read and learned about my gates and channels was where I kind of got to the layer where I felt sort of recognized and understood by some like great spiritual being. So when you say gates and channels, just for people listening, what are you referring to? Are they parts of your body? Um, what's the terminology? Behind yeah, so it? it is, it's really energetics and it's, okay. and, yeah, um, it's energetics and it's, this is based on, so in the I Ching, there are 64. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so it's based on, it's based on that. Okay. And, um, so there are all these numbers on your mm -hmm. human design chart 
And if you've got a little partial line colored in, that's a gate. And then if you've got a full um, of the full line, it's the channel. And this is really an energy that you were assigned. So you were assigned that energy. And then again, if they're if they're not colored in, that's a place where there could be some conditioning. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, and how can people, I mean, you've just described so much. It seems like really a lot deeper than a, a, an astrological reading, which you maybe get personality types or your perfect lover or kind of your future. It sounds very real and very logical. I think it doesn't sound too out there. What, what should people then do with this? If, if they have a reading with you, for example. Yeah, I love it. I would say, I always say, it, so it's a self-awareness tool. That's what I call it, a self-awareness. Mm -hmm. So you can use it for your own just personal mm -hmm. self-development. Um, mm -hmm. And it really depends on where you are. You can use it in your relationships. If you, I've actually done readings with couples and we do both of their charts together. And if you overlay them, there's actually a program where you can overlay charts mm -hmm. and you can see. So if two people have a gate, opposite gates and they make a channel together, they have electromagnetic connection. And oh. so, and then we also have places where we compromise each other based on whether we have definition in a gate and someone else doesn't, if we have an identical channel. Um, so there's all this energetics that comes between people. And that's where relationships, whether it's an intimate relationship, you know, more of an extended family or parenting, um, so it's really powerful in that too. And for me, I'm really exploring it in business, which has been powerful in my own life for sure. Mm -hmm. and, um, and really helping people to, you know, market and, and I don't even like that word really. I just say that we're being ourselves because I believe we all have a business idea in us. Yeah. And so yeah. we're simply being our true energetic self and we have something to offer and it costs money. Mm -hmm. And we're putting it out there in the correct energetic way for us. And so, and then people are responding in the correct energetic way for them. Yes. So it's the energy yes. Um, and so, yeah, that is, that to me is where it can also be used. So on a personal level in connection and relationships and then taking it into business, which is what I'm really getting excited about. <laughs> <laughs> so with people around you, I mean, I've been quite, comfortably talk to you about this and I, I don't think it's strange and I can ask questions but people around you what do they say kind of neighbors friends family how how do you fit into that world because it's yeah. quite a different occupation isn't it it is yeah especially since I've gotten into like the moon and the tarot and the human design stuff ah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it can be hard for people to understand it first but to me it's a pretty easy um understanding because it's so it's not something to believe it's not something to think in our heads it's something that we just feel and mm -hmm. so um I found that people who are ex not at all in the woo space um at first they're like what like you know planning your business based on the moon or energetics and then of course once they meet me or you and they see us doing it it makes total sense mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. my father-in-law is an engineer and he was like that's a thing people would want to do that with their business like he had no <laughs> my husband too my husband he's retired military and he's very oh, I see and so when I first brought it up we literally got in an argument about it because he was like he just could not fathom how somebody could channel this and how it could 
be useful and how it could kind of ripple and affect so many aspects of, you know, everyone on the planet and people's lives and all of this stuff. But now he often will ask me, he's like, what's my profile? What's my, <laughs> what's my and, friend's profile? Shall I go and play golf with him? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, do you think so-and-so has such and such channel, you know? And so now it's just so it's, I find it, you know, it becomes, as we move into our correct energy and we become so lit up and excited and like people can just feel that we're obviously on the right track for us. It just is contagious. And so I don't think there's really not much convincing to be done. If, if you bring it up and someone doesn't believe you, I would say, just keep doing your own work. And eventually they'd be like, what have you been eating? What are you doing? <laughs> your aura is shining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that to me is, you know, that's all it takes. You don't need to convince. And so none of this is meant to be convinced from a logical place. So it's, mm -hmm. it's all energetic. So if you're, you are in your energetics, you are the perfect example of, of energetics. And so, Amazing. You and you said you were complementing with the moon phases and tarot how does that fit in because I've, I've I've literally in the last couple of weeks I've had tarot cards for about two years and they were dusty and in a meditation a full moon meditation I must say I asked um for the ability to channel messages so I could offer support and guidance because I have this issue where I don't quite trust myself so I feel like I need tools to kind of yeah. back up um and I kid you not, the last two weeks I've been doing tarot readings and everybody's been like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, really? And like, that's so spot on. And I'm like, oh, 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 maybe what I asked for has cut, like actually manifested and, and is happening. And I love it. I like, I mean, I'm just doing tarot readings left, right and centre. And everybody, I think people are quite familiar with the concept. So mm. they're okay to ask for it. But um yeah, that's just come out of the blue for me. So how about how about you? Yeah, it's fairly new for me too. I mean, I've always been fascinated by the moon cycles and understood mm -hmm. the moon cycles, um, you know, having a science background, but like from this more spiritual space, it's been really powerful. And I've been, I've got, I have a tarot journal that I got and I also have tarot cards. So I pull a card every day and sometimes I'll post it on Instagram if it just mm -hmm. feels like it's meant for the wider, yes. the wider collective and not just for me. Um, it's, it is amazing. I mean, I've, it's such a grounding practice to just to have these tools. And for me, I kind of being so logical and planning to have a time where I sit down for 15 minutes and I pull a card and I have a, I have a moon Oracle deck. So that's mm -hmm. kind of the one that I use to relate to the moon. And then I have a, a journal that's based on the moon. So mm -hmm. I journal in there when I do my Oracle moon card, and then I've got a tarot journal, which specifically is for tarot cards. And yeah. then it just has like, what are your, what's your intention for the day? And it tells you like, you know, all of the astrological things that are happening next to the date. So you can kind of start to see these patterns and energetics and all of that. So I found it to just to be a really grounding practice. And like, you know, we were talking about earlier about woo to me, it's like, it's just so grounding. It's like the mm -hmm. opposite of like, um, I would say when I get in my logical places where I start to feel like lost and whirling. And when I do this, I just feel so connected. Yes. Um, so that is, that is how I've been using it. It's just a daily practice. And then, you know, during specific like summer solstice and things like that, I'll do a wider spread and really journal on that. So it's been amazingly powerful. And the cards I've pulled lately are just like, 
all of these things about shifting and you know that it might feel like the universe just picked you up and plopped you in another direction you feel really yeah. out of sorts but you, that's to get you back on track and go in the right direction so all of, I'm just like okay <laughs> <laughs> no I completely agree with you. I mean I read them and I'm just blown away and just oh. they just seem so spot on and I um I think for other people for me using my intuition as well just really helps me use that as a tool to, to help them um, and it's really interesting it's, it's good almost to understand what people are lacking what people are worried about what people need um, because people aren't always open and upfront we, we can always be like oh yeah life's okay I'm happy I don't want to change anything yeah. get that tarot card deck out and you say oh this this and this and like oh my god I can't believe I was thinking that blah, blah blah and it like people just open up and spill and I'm like I would never have got that out of you like you wouldn't have been that open if I just asked a few questions but I find the the, the deck really good to help people just relax and open up it's fascinating absolutely love it I could do it all day long but I have a day job so <laughs> I need to do that as well <laughs> I love I love all of these tools and and to me it's none of it is anything to believe in it's not a religion I no know I, I would never base I always say to people as a kind of disclaimer like you've got your own free will take from this what you want do not make any life or death decisions based on what I pull disclaimer over this is what you can't say <laughs> I always find like the most the least woo people I would ever think of are the ones who will dm me when I share a tarot card they'll be like oh was that for you or was that for all of us <laughs> I just love you so much it was for all of us today oh that's fascinating and I think yeah. this is what we're here is just to help people that aren't that confident to come forward with these curious questions these kind of don't know where to look I don't know what to search for but I'm interested so yeah I do think we're here to help those people because I think there's lots of people that are quite comfortable with their spirituality quite comfortable to go and do research and to follow their intuition but lots of people are still very much in that social compliant box where I must do as what everybody else is doing around me. I don't want to be seen to be different. So kind of bridging that gap. Yes, I love it. Powerful. It is. So I, one of my questions I was going to ask you, do you feel you have come here to serve a purpose? And if so, what is it? Oh, absolutely. And I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I just like, I've been really diving into my incarnation cross and um, one of my, my kind of business accountability partners an astrologer. And so we meet once a month and kind of talk about business, but all of these other things. And it's so interesting because my purpose in understanding, you know, what I understand in human design in um, gene keys is really to be like very, very different and like undefined. And that is to be an example. And by doing that, that's an example to others of that anything is possible. So that's what I'm understanding. It's mm -hmm. very abstract to me. And so, and I'm not really supposed to have much of a plan or I'm not supposed to decide what the outcomes are in the future. I meant to just kind of live and be in my full self and that's how I'm here to serve. Um, so I find it, it's hard as a logical person mm -hmm. to just to accept that and say, okay, I wake up every day and I do my work. And that's what I'm supposed to do. And if I get the response to shift and do something else, that's what I'm supposed to do. It's a little scary. <laughs> no, it sounds amazing to, to, to confidently follow that freedom. 
yeah, that, that's, that's great. Freedom and flexibility is part of my incarnation cross. So that it's all fat. It's so like opening up and very fascinating to me because I'm such a planner. It's going to let go of all of this. Excellent. Oh, you're going to have a great, great life, I'm sure. And do you have any advice to our listeners that um, maybe something you could pass some words of wisdom on? Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm yeah, I'm not too, I'm always like, my advice is always to listen to yourself and that's how I've raised my children and, you know, be your own full self and your own full energy. And you have all of the answers that you need. And of course mm -hmm. we all have teachers along the way, but always knowing what is for you and what is not for you. So to me, that's really being in your energy. So you have the space to know in the moment, um, whether you, you know, or have something to learn from somebody else, or you're on the right track, and you can keep your blinders on and, um, and do it that way. So yeah, my advice is to follow your your own intuition and your own inner knowing. Excellent. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Missy. If people want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Yeah, my website is tasteofsimple.com. And if you go to tasteofsimple.com slash human design, I have a page there about the human design things, which is super fun. And I do offer readings there. And then I also with a friend of mine who is also a generator like you, um, we are doing a mastermind for business people for Ooh. generators and manifesting generators. And it's based all on human design. And she also is very logical and coming from a very structured business space. And we both came into human design around the same time. And we've been collaborating on this for many months. Um, so it's going to be very interesting because we're kind of allowing ourselves to let go as we're moving through the process. And both of us are like the sales page and the emails. And so <laughs> I have just let it all go. And the whole process has been like an experience, an experiment for me of really stepping into my design and creating this new thing. So I don't really know what it is. It's evolving, but it is starting um, in the middle of July for early bird and then officially in the middle of August. But we are just opening it up oh, and wow. sharing it very organically. We're not doing any official anything. We're just like being ourselves. <laughs> And sharing it with the world but it's so it's based on human design and then also um gene keys um uh, and it's called decoding you so that is the name oh of nice design. oh i love that Excellent. yes and so it's really about building a business and we're just going to walk with people through mm -hmm. the business creation process we both have a ton of experience in very big online businesses and mm -hmm. so we're really bringing what we know from that but even more so bringing the spirituality and allowing and helping people really move into each person, their own unique energy and helping them develop a business that's correct. And all Ooh, of those. I love that. Please, really please fun. Yes. Please share the link and we can add that into the show notes. So anyone yes, listening will find out more. And I'm part, I'm part of a, um, the woo woo tribe uh, and it's got lots of lo lovely ladies in there. So I'll share that in there for you as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's decoding you and it's you, like just the letter U. But yeah. I will I will send that to you for sure. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing everything about human design. I feel like I've had a download of everything that you know, but I know there's so much more to it. Um, it. But yes, thank you for sharing your knowledge and yeah. I'll be sure to be in touch again in the future and see what happens with your mastermind. I know. So exciting. Well, you have a wonderful day and I super appreciate you having me here and letting me open this up and share it with so many more people. Lovely. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.
Thank you for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you'd like a free meditation to help you visualise your future self, please visit www.sj-lewis.com forward slash meditation. See you next time.